Okay, so welcome back to the Moose of Spruce podcast with myself, Karth, Mason, and Benya. And today uh, we are joined by our lovely, lovely uh, friend, Chris. Uh, introduce yourself, please, Chris. As, what's up? I'm Chris. I would score with these these fruitcakes at Laurier. At whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Guys, fruitcakes out of the gate? We were first year boys, Roddy Bush for life. Hello. Um, uh, organic chemistry and uh, sustainability option there. Save the planet one plastic bag at a time. Um, I work for cannabis now. I actually smoke weed every day. Um, Letting it all out. You guys, that's pretty much everything other than I fucking love anime. So, <laughs> let's get it. Yeah. See, I, I said he was lovely, right? He is lovely. Yeah. He is lovely. He, he segued perfectly into the topic for this episode, uh, anime. Uh, so this past weekend, we all went to Anime North. Uh, everyone, how was it? What were your thoughts? Benio, this was your first time, so maybe you can give us uh, your first Yes. Yes. Um, before we do that, probably people might want to know what is Anime North, and, and then I will give my input. So Anime North is a anime slash gaming convention in Toronto. They have uh, arts, art, merchandise, uh, voice actors uh, common, you can get their signatures, everyone dresses up, hell of a lot of fun. (laughs) We buy a lot of shit. (laughs) We drop (laughs) too much money. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so, like, in terms of me coming for the first time, I thought it was, like, like, I knew people went into their their cosplays and their costumes, but, wow, some people, like... Okay, hold on. Full go committal. Were there some that, uh, okay, because obviously there were some that, you know, wowed you, but were there any that, uh, threw you a little bit for a loop the other way? Like, in terms of, like, what, what, what do you mean by that? That like that costume should probably never be done again, or something that just surprised you. And yeah, again, maybe not so much of a positive way. I'm just surprised. You seem like you had a very good time. So I just want to know if there was any. Yeah, I mean, I mean, are you trying to rain on his parade? No, no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, there were, there were some that like. Well, you know, it was funny. Like I said this to Mason. Like. I was wearing my Naruto sweater and I had my Jesus sandals on. If I threw on my fucking black sweatpants, I literally could have been Naruto. Like I could have cosplayed someone as Naruto. Like if I really wanted to, like it's, it's just like, it's like some people go like really casual and some people go really extreme. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, but I also like, I liked that. Cause for me, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm a, I love anime, but I'm not a huge manga reader uh, or art or manga art for that matter. But I loved the fact that there was still, like, the uh, – because I'm more of a comics person, like DC and Marvel, and there was still, like, that kind of portion, uh, gaming, just movies in general. There was still that portion uh, within it. So I like how, like – it reminds me a bit of, like, Comic-Con in that sense because it's, like, you have the central, which is your, your comics or, in this case, anime, and then they, they do a little bit extra just to bring in more uh, variety. Because I like that. Because like I was walking around, I didn't expect to see someone dressed as Wonder Woman or Ray from Star Wars. <laughs> but it was like, oh, you're dressed as that. And I was like, okay. Um, and the, the and the quality of things you could buy or like the that was there was crazy. Like I knew there would be a lot, but like holy crap, there was just like 
anything you could possibly want or like think uh to get especially in terms of like manga obviously you guys had like a the, the whole booth area where you could buy them all um that was pretty cool like just the the amount like the, here's a bin of all fairy tale here's a bin of all one piece and we still got more it was it was just cool it was cool for that and so uh, i i think you didn't get to experience the whole portion of anime north and i guess like this year neither did we, we uh, in past years, I think we went to more panels, and this year we didn't go to any. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. why do you think that is, Carth? <laughs> well, <laughs> there we go. I feel like I feel like <laughs> the panel was taken out. Is that a reason? Maybe is the reason that every time we go to a panel, it's thirty minutes of you know casual banter. Cool. And you start getting into this story, and you're like, okay, cool. But as an anime watcher, if someone doesn't read very, very frequently, you know, I read that frequently, 40 minutes, there's not much content. And they're like, all right, we're starting the manga, get up for spoilers. So just, yeah. you know, there's a clear reason sometimes why you don't go to certain panels. Because um, it just sometimes feels like you can be doing something better with your time with all the man, you know, uh, foot space you have at the convention. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have loved to go to a panel this year, but sometimes it just feels like. I think we got to be more open. Like, I feel like we're so, like, I, I guess maybe not to the panels, like, the ones you mentioned, the ones where they talk about nothing for, like, the, the beginning portion, and then they go straight into spoilers of the manga. But, like, yeah. I feel like we should just experiment more, or should have experimented more. Obviously, we were disappointed that the one that we go to every year, the anime year interview, wasn't uh, there this year. But I think yeah. maybe we got to be more open towards some of them. I feel, I feel like we're just very hesitant to uh, expand. But but for for people who don't know what the uh, the 2019 what the year end and review panel is, it's three judges who pick their favorite animes of the year through genres. It's not necessarily favorite. Sometimes it's worst or whatever, but it's their vote. They vote on a specific set of shows, and it's very entertaining because you're not just going through one show. You're going through many, and you're getting multiple opinions on it over a quick period of time. And you can see the other the crowd's reactions, all the other you know convention goers. So honestly, it's more of a also an engaging experience than mm-hmm. you just kind of sitting there and listening to the panel talk for an hour. The uh, all the anime that came out within 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Okay. I believe so, and but it also does have continued content half the time. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because some some shows go on for a while, right? You can. Sorry. So, isn't there like ones that are like like have been on for it's like One Piece, right? Like that's a continuing one. Twentieth year anniversary. Twentieth year anniversary, right? So there you go. Three twenty three years, and that's another shonen that's just super long. And Gintama went for eighteen years, and that one just finished. Mm. My numbers might be a little off, but whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. Either way, they were they were quite long. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, was there any other opinions you had about the convention, about maybe the art or? No, no, you know, uh, but I got one. What do we? What was the final number? So Chris was dressed as Law from One Piece, and we were guessing over <laughs> under how many people would ask him to take a picture. So what was the final tally? Oh, and so the over under number that we initially chose was, was fifteen. It was fifteen, correct? And so I said, I was like, all right, we're gonna get over that. Like I'm pretty sure we can get you know close to twenty. But hold on, there was a rule. Was a rule. So they said. If someone comes up and says, hey, can I take a picture? And you're like, absolutely. If there's like eight other people who just happen to come by and take a picture or when the other person, when another yeah. individual asks, then all those other people don't count. Yeah. 
There's clearly way more than 15. However, um, I was stopped by exactly 15 people throughout my, I think, six or seven hours walking around the convention on Saturday afternoon. So the other million laws or like, you know, get up. <laughs> like, okay, you mentioned before, you know, he could have played like a little ghetto, poor man's Naruto. Uh, yeah. The, the thing, the sandals, the little headband, whatever it is. Same yeah. thing for all these people. All they do is they buy the little foot the hat for $20, and then they get the little sweater for $20, and then they walk around with their $50 law board, and then there's Fogger Law, and it bothers the real man who attempted to do a good version. But still, I digress. That's true. So basically what happened is we all lost, and we identified that I'm really good at making odds. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, speaking of that, I feel like that was kind of like a highlight for Chris getting stopped for taking photos. Uh, so, like, what what were your highlights, uh, Mason Benio? Either of you can start. I think go from Mason. Mason, what do you, what was your highlight? Sure. Um, I'd have I to I say, uh, what what did you say, guys? I think I know what your highlight is. <laughs> oh, you probably do. Um, meeting and getting a manga book signed by Yamaguchi Yuriko. Who uh, Nico Robbins, voice actor, uh, Japanese voice actor. She was really sweet. <laughs> no, no, Japanese voice actor from what? What? Yes, from, oh, oh, from One Piece. Thank you, thank I you. Mean... And uh, so, <laughs> what, part of, what, what part of the manga did you get signed? Because I assume it was a One Piece manga. Yes, it was. I believe oh. book forty-two. Forty-one. Forty-one. What page? Oh, of course he remembers the page, or like what the content of the page. Yeah, I don't know the page number, but the content of the page is the the moment when Luffy is. Spoiler uh, alert! Pardon. <laughs> Just spoiler alert spoiler? for people who have oh, yeah. watched. Oh yeah. Spoiler page. alert from nine <laughs> years ago, over yeah. ten years ago. Hey, hey, it's still a spoiler. People are very not, sensitive about that topic not, right now. It's Fine. Um. So it's it's the moment when Robin is uh, being held hostage by CP9 on Eddie's lobby, and Luffy gets her to admit that she wants to live. You said that there was another moment because I remember we were talking about this earlier about um, like Nico was it Nico Robin moments? No, no, no it was a Luffy, Luffy moments. moment. Luffy moments. Ah, I remember. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Anyway, we'll get back to that later on. Um, Continue, Mason. Yes, was that was that was the only good moment? Like, can't think of any other <laughs> highlights. I, I, yeah, highlights. That, that's so like, like that's like the top of the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I agree with that. Okay. Getting, what, uh, did you, getting to buy a Phoenix you? book was pretty pretty good too. What's that? Um, it's it's this really old manga series that's not in print anymore. Oh. So I found like the last volume. Oh wow! So that was really cool. Unfortunately, Dororo, cool. the other series I wanted to get, was sold out. But mm. take what when I did you get. when did you start looking for Dororo? Because that's a new series that just came out recently on uh, uh-huh. in twenty nineteen. Well, it's actually a remake. Yeah, it was. I believe. Sorry, um, the original came out in the uh, like late nineties. Yeah, so like longer. The manga has been out for a long time. Yeah, the manga has been out for a long, long time. Wow. Okay, but yeah, well, yeah, but the style is very, very old school. Yeah, uh, no, I only started looking for it uh, just at AN, because I, you know, there's, oh, okay. there's a lot of manga there, so I thought I'd like to own it. And, uh, um, was there anything what, else? What is this Dororo? What? 
you you Google the images and they're terrifying. What is this show? Oh yeah. Right. Okay, so uh, Mason, you got this one. You probably got this one. Quick sure. synopsis. Uh, Drop quick like synopsis. A... Um, uh, feudal Japan. I I I think. Uh, yeah, feudal or Edo. I don't. I don't know which one. But anyways, there's this Lord of the Land, and the Lord uh, the Land is like ravished with famine. Doesn't rain. Okay. Uh, earthquakes. Life sucks. So yeah. he basically gives up on the gods and goes to a temple of demons and says, I give my firstborn child if you make my land prosperous. His wife gives birth. What comes out but a baby with just a body, hollow husk, no organs, nothing. Okay. Um, just a skeleton almost. Yeah. But he's still alive. But he's still alive somehow. So the Lord tells the, the nurse, uh, go to the river and get rid of it. She instead puts it on a boat, sends it off. Uh, somehow, with some luck, he manages to grow up and learns to fight. And now he's trying to reclaim all his body parts and organs by defeating the demons that took it, took them. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, Benio, how about highlights for you for Anime Night? Yeah, just so that I was saying before, like the the costumes, the content you could get. I thought it was quite diverse. Um, I thought it makes it up for me. I thought you were going to say when you went up in line and everyone was like, oh, your eyes. Oh, They're yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie, oh, what, what's, what's her name? Jamie Marchi. Uh, Jamie Marchi. Or Marchi. Marchi. It's CH, so yeah. And, <laughs> and the person attending her, they yeah, they just commented on my eyes. Said they'd be dreaming about them at night. <laughs> um, That's who are these people? Who are these people? Jamie uh, Marchi is Kana's voice actor from Fairy Tale. Ah, yes. Okay, I see. For the and dub, right? For the English dub. For the English. Yeah. yeah. And you did get a signature for her. I did. Yeah. A signature, admiration, desire, the whole. <laughs> you should have gave me your number too. Oh yeah, you know. Just he did with his eyes. He wrote, <laughs> he ingrained his He'll be visiting them in his dreams. In their dreams, sorry. In, Inception. There you go. Yeah, I love it. Um, there, uh, well, was there anything you wish you saw, Benio? Um, that's a good question. No, you know, I I think I what I wanted and what I got to experience was exactly. Was kind of, yeah, it was like it was exactly what I expected, exactly what I wanted. Uh, I don't think there was anything more. I mean, like you guys have talked about panels. I think for me, it's very specific, right? Like I'm not, as I've said before, I'm not a manga reader. I'm not an art maker uh, or desirer of like anime, right? So I just watch anime, right? So uh, it would have to be very specific for me to. Uh, to want to go right like it'd have to be a show i greatly enjoy or a topic within it i greatly enjoy but i mean as you guys have said that may or may not have been the case um that the anime year review definitely would have sounded interesting because um, it, it would have like there there are like pretty hardlined on certain shows i watch but i it'd be intrigued to like you know go see like what other people recommend so but yeah. what's interesting about that review too is you go in assuming that you know uh, what you like is what other people are going to like. So it's very interesting to you know see the other like confrontational opinions of how mm-hmm. freaking love a show, and the other person's like, "Nah, it's shit." 
<laughs> so just yeah that's always a really fun part of the year interview for the anime north and so yeah i'm just uh, definitely a little disappointed that there was no 2019 or 2018 review because uh mm-hmm. yeah it's a very good very good year for anime yeah yeah um, yeah so uh so overall anime north is a very good very good experience that's good and you you guys looked great today with all uh all the costumes was that what what, what anime was that again the Promised Neverland. The Promised Neverland. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so you want to give us another one I have to watch. <laughs> a, little, a little drop down on uh, on what The Promised Neverland's about? Uh, the Promised Neverland. Best uh, brother? Is, yes. <laughs> okay. It is about uh, a group of children who seem to be living a, uh, a perfect life in the house. Uh, uh, with the mother, they seem to be all orphans uh, at this point. They're being taken care of uh, by one person. Uh, but little do they know that they are actually being farmed uh, to be eaten by demons later on. So uh, they grow up normal lives, and then upon graduation, usually around uh, the age of 12, uh, they're uh, forced to leave the house under the guise of graduation. But uh, we, as they soon learn... Uh, it's not the case, and they are uh, killed and served as food to uh, demons living in the outside. What? So, what? <laughs> what? What? Is there, is there a goal, an end goal? Is, That's is, what is it? spoilers. Yeah, I feel like what I said, said I felt enough. was... Uh, I, I, I think that was like the first episode, pretty much. Pretty much. So, and that's pretty much what they go through to introduce you. Yeah. So, uh, oh, great show. Yeah. Yeah, great what? show, honestly. What? Yeah. No, by the way, by the what way, do you mean a great show? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Very small aspect of the show. Of the, the, what's Ooh. fun, what gets you interested in, and, and just what makes you dive in is the intricacies of, of, there's no, like, the show is somewhat supernatural, but there's no, there's no superpowers. It's all, it's all a psyche. It's all, it's all dialogue. It's all learning about character development and depth and what makes everyone tick and how they can then break down their environment and, and grow and uh, develop new ways to survive. It's insane. The, the, the way you just like, like, and get like almost, what are it like? You, 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 you in, envelop and, and you pay into the character. Like you, you literally just get bought by the show after the first couple episodes because of how well, uh, yeah, and, 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 I, and I get that, but at twelve, they go outside and they get eaten by like demons. What? Sometimes younger than twelve, you know. Yeah, <laughs> first person like six. Man, that like that sounds terrifying to watch. And, and some very big components of the show that are like that make you that make you go, "What the actual fucking?" You know, Karth was playing a character today, and he had a, a little bunny with him, little bunny. And uh, that's another big component of the show. Fuck it is. You see, for me, is like, as an anime watcher, I like the only that I would say I watch is Attack on Titan because it's very, it's it's like I'm mostly an action adventure watcher, right? Like I watch Attack on Titan, I watch Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, all the big action anime, right? But that like that kind of show just sounds too much for me. Like that, like it just doesn't even sound like my cup, like a my cup of tea. Because that, I feel it. like I, I feel like I would lose my mind. Wait, oh, what? They're all dying. 
Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, for example, though, is, is graphic. It shows like organs and shit like that. But it shows it shows a lot of blood and, and gory, and it just really emphasizes that, like you know, they're at war. Um, but this isn't like that, man. It's not like that. So since we're since we uh, we're starting to talk about what we do enjoy in anime, let's move on to that. What kind of genres do we enjoy? Okay, uh, I honestly, Karth, I think you should start. Mr. Mr. Voice of the Show, drop it like a top. Okay, well, uh, I gonna... I feel like I like a variety. Uh, I do like like the action ones, like uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, uh, One Punch Man. Those are those are great. Uh, but I do also like more lighthearted ones. You know, slice of life's. You know, they that aren't too serious and not depressing because I feel like a lot of good anime are depressing. So I, I always mm. like to to watch something that kind of brightens up the mood and it's like a stark contrast. Because like, like a lot of shows, they're really dramatic. Like you said, in like Attack on Titan, Promise Neverland. Like there's no really really time to take a breath. So that's true. Like, even as much as I enjoy them, it's always I always need to mix in uh, something very lighthearted or just funny or kind of like a sitcom, and you know, just something mm. to balance it out for me. So. Yeah. Like, oh, so you're kind of pointing out that you have, uh, you have two genres that you kind of point towards is you know your action thriller and then your slice of life section. Uh, do you want to give me a couple examples then? About kind of both of those two genres, your your kind of two sides of your coin. Okay, well, okay, so action action maybe not as much thriller. Like Promise Neverland is a great one, but like or, or I love and Fairy Tale I love. Those are more actiony and adventurous. Uh, and like my hero and Attack on Titan, which are a bit darker. Well, Attack is uh, slice of life. Uh, recently, Toradora was pretty good. It was a <laughs> nice. bit sad. It was a bit oh, sad, but it was, it was. That's a that's a good pick. But yeah, so so then so then your other side, you mentioned Toradora. Was there other ones? Sorry, that were like more uh, that really got you. I mean, obviously, I would say one of your biggest loves is uh, something pretty recent, uh, Rascal Senpai. Yeah. Oh, but that. Okay. I'm not gonna get into that. Let's not get into that right now. <laughs> get that. that is literally the your probably your top pick as of right now for slice of life. Do you know how big that was for yeah, you? Yeah, but I I know things and I know I know I know it's not as happy as I want it to be. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, know, but okay. If I the happy ones. What are the other happy? And the more you know, the ones that give you honestly. That... Honestly, it's, this is not slice of life. But Violet Evergarden was very very. Uh, like heartwarming. It was a good one that's like someone went through such a hard period of time and then they're learning to become like a, a better human, I suppose. Or like a better, like not a better human, but they're learning to be a human, I, I guess. Mm. So okay. like it was, that one's really good and I really enjoyed that one. But uh, enough about me. You, Chris, you, you uh, indulge us in your... I'll, I'll, I'll go last. I'll go last. Mason, you want to you tag okay. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris and Mason should go last because they're <laughs> like... <laughs> they probably so, yeah, to approach. put this in perspective, me and Karth, because like, we all live together, right? Me and Karth in second year, we I, I watched some anime. I think, Karth, you kind of watched some as well. but Probably a bit more than you. Well, definitely, a bit more than definitely more yeah. than you. <laughs> but Mason and Chris have been fanatics for years. So they have a large, large repertoire and library of anime they love and watch. You know, you know um, who really though, did have a big influence was, uh, like, ironically, just because you, you mentioned that we all live together, is, mm-hmm. um, 
maybe later on this could be mentioned, but uh, a friend of ours, Neil from first year, he mm-hmm. was with so the thing is Neil though he read a lot. He read a lot more than he than he happened to watch. So he was a little bit more critical when he when he ended up watching shows. So him and I had a lot of the time. So I mean. I mean, like, like I then, like, in a sense, got pushed more to not read and just watch as many shows as possible throughout, like, like part of my university career. Mm. So, like, I didn't do that as much, like, earlier on, but yeah. Interesting. But Interesting. yeah, so Benio, Benio, you were you were going on there, so I feel like you have a good... Yeah, I mean, like, as I've said before, in terms, kind of, like, in terms of actual anime, but, like, as I've said before, I'm more of, like, action adventure. I, I, I guess I just really haven't um experienced like as Carl said it's like it's it's a lot of like you need like a happy one right i mean because a lot of the ones that i've watched that are action minus attack on titan do have some form form of light tinge to it you know fairy tale one punch naruto dragon ball Goku, they all have some form of laughter or happiness within it besides the action so it's 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 like there's always like that to it so it's never like the dark you know the big the big dark scare ones like i i I personally have never watched it but i assume death note would be a super dark one uh in terms of big anime that that are known i would assume that that's like the the extreme of like dark i don't know if i'm right in saying that but that's just the way i would probably take it um but yeah so i mean yeah for me i think honestly right now still my favorite anime is boku fly is so good it's just it's just so good like every time i watch that like a, a random episode i just get hyped out of my mind and i was telling <laughs> this to mason one day because the main character midoriya is so different than the big three luffy goku and naruto from one piece dragon ball and naruto are all dumb but midoriya <laughs> is smart and like he thinks and he's analytical it's such a, a cool way to make a character because most of the anime has been not dumb maybe not dumb is the right word but they haven't been as um they've been more battle focused not all so, around focused they're not like well because in, in a lot of the shows that you mentioned the secondary character to to the to the, par- the partner to the uh, uh protagonist yeah uh, usually the more you know critical thinking intellectual i guess yeah. type and now it's kind of flipped on its True. head because you know that opposite person <laughs> Actually, wow, that's extremely true. It's actually the exact opposite. Literally a firehead. So, yeah, yeah you're you're actually right. Wow. Like I I do agree exactly into what you're what we were saying there. But at the same time, like uh, you kind of mentioned it, like the battle focus thing is when it comes to you know specific points. Like when you look at Naruto, Naruto is quite calculating. He makes it look like he's stupid because he's yeah. and a dope. But at the same time, it's uh, it's almost all a ploy. It almost plays. Yeah. In, in every move that he makes later on in the game. And that's what yeah. makes him so so volatile on the battlefield. Everyone underestimates him, and that's the reason. That's the whole ploy of, you know, being underestimated and then being able to overpower your opponent. Um, but I just had a question. I just had a question, though. So one thing about Benio. Benio loves YouTube. Jesus, fuck. Loves spoiling. <laughs> I don't love spoiling. I just... If I watch a clip, you don't stop yourself. I don't, you don't stop, stop myself. Yourself. I just keep going. I just keep watching the next one. It's not like I, I do spoil it, but it's not like I am intentionally trying. Okay, maybe I am. <laughs> okay, so, so my question here is: Are there specific shows that you may have then seen specific clips for that may not not necessarily then uh, apply to your you know specific, 
a specific eye t- towards anime, you know, that thriller action, whatever that you typically like to see and then follow through with. Um, are there some that, you know, you're like, okay, you know, initially I wouldn't watch that, but you know, you may have heard about more and more and are thinking, you know, maybe that's what I'll, I'll take a go at. That's not, you know, your typical thriller. Um, you know, it's actually kind of interesting that you say that because they're so when I've listened to like anime music, it's really good. And sometimes I'm just like, I just type in on YouTube uh, when I'm working, right? Just top fighting anime music or whatever, right? Um, and recently, one of the ones that came up for me, sorry, I'm going to take a quick second on this. I think I know the name, but I just want to confirm. Uh, it was Guilty Crown. Um, it, was <laughs> one of the, it, it was one of the ones in there. And the music was just so amazing. I, I haven't seen any clips for it. And I've done like I've researched it, like the critic, like what critics think of it, and the it's like a mad, it's like a mixed middle one, but like the music is just so good. I was like, I'm like right, like this is fantastic. So that like it's not exactly a clip per se, but that would be the one for me. Crown, that's one of my favorite shows. Um, the, the thing is, it, it's kind of fucked up. It doesn't play the the regular role of an anime. It, it's almost like how I was just saying you you get you, you underestimate the show and then it overpowers you and just throws you for a loop and a lot of the people they, they hate it they hate the way it ended but I personally mm. happen happen to to like that that unique crazy you know some people are gonna get fucked up and die and you know you're just gonna have to live with it um kind of kind of storyline um but Karth you know I played the music every once in a while the theme song season two yeah. season one amazing and i think he just you know would play it every once in a while just just in his room and i would just kind of walk in like is that good crap is it good like have you seen it no no, no, no. i still haven't seen it it's more just like i know i it's a good song and i play it it's like a part of a like if it if it needed to like just focus on something it's like not bad to listen to yeah See, no, I just, I just noticed that like he had the same opinion on that. And I was like, fuck you too. Yeah. Like just haven't watched it and just seem to love all the music for it. Just watch it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's, it's on my list of to watch. It's also hard. Like it's not hard. I guess I shouldn't say you've, you've done it where you watch like 50 different anime all at the same time. But like, I just, I, it's like reading a book for me. I can't watch too many anime at one time or I just lose track. And like, it, like it's already like I've lost kind of track. Like I don't remember what happened in Attack on Titan in the new season two episodes ago. And then it's like, then they bring up something in this next episode. And it's like, oh wait, I don't remember that. So it's like I I gotta watch less just to remember them all. That's it's fair. like One Piece. Like how can you remember nine? How many episodes is it at now? Eight something. Eight, how can you no, remember? It's over nine. No, nine hundred. It's over nine. nine? Okay. Eight eighty six is the most recent okay. one that came out. Regardless, how can you remember eight hundred episodes of? Like, it's so cool that there is eight hundred episodes. It's just, it's a demon. Like, it's a not a demon. It's a giant. Like, remembering <laughs> stuff that happened all the way back in the first like few episodes. That must be oh, crazy. Oh, uh. Yeah, Mace, would you you want to take a crack at this? Because you actually have a much better One Piece memory than I do. <laughs> I think it's a much better memory of like most things. Because I always go to him to clarify for like whenever I have a question. Yeah, like, <laughs> random stuff like that. I'm pretty good at memorizing, but you, <laughs> but like someone tells me their name, and like a sentence <laughs> later, I have no idea what it was. Like it's just gone. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Do you have like a, uh, I guess a, a reason for being able to, you know, memorizing stuff, like w- very well specific One Piece content? Give, give, it, give a little. Because um, I kind of, I kind of have an opinion, but I think it's kind of just, just kind of. Um, like, I feel like One Piece, like, Mason, maybe you're wrong. I feel like this is like One Piece is your show. Like, you love One Piece. Yeah. I think that's largely the reason. Because it, yeah. it, it, like, I love it and it, uh, it resonates with me. So, yeah. anything, anything I see, it, it sticks with me. Mm. Okay. I personally like to think that just, just because the earlier parts of One Piece were very. Um, I guess, I guess, I guess uh, the content was spaced out in, in, in a very particular way. So there wasn't a lot of um, very specific moments that you had to remember or facts, but there was a lot yeah. of, you were just kind of there for the ride. You know what I mean? That's so, true. So, you, you, you know, um, again, I'm not, I'm not like Mason nor Posty, but I can, you know, give you the basis of pretty much, you know, from day one all the way to where we are now with, yeah. you know, of detail. Uh, enough detail that you know it's pretty much all you need but yeah. when you, you said though when you're in the role of watching all the episodes though you can't space it out uh yeah. you have to very like streamline it to, you know this is what happened last blah, 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 continue on and start ripping through the story in a stream yeah but i i think one piece is a special case though because yeah. with it having so many episodes like i think if they want you to forget something so they can bring it back later and i won't say uh <laughs> Like, based on based on the episode that just came out, like there's such that's like something so in- insignificant at the well. Oh, I, I something see. happened a long time in the past, and no one would have remembered it, but it, it became so pr- uh, relevant in this most recent episode, and it was just like, oh, holy shit! Like, I totally <laughs> forgot that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it, I think it works in their favor in some cases where they can just do that. They can mm-hmm. reference something from like three, four hundred episodes ago. And then everyone's still just like in awe. Right. You know? They yep. can do they, they you know everyone knows what they forgot. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But like I think it's it's different for like shorter shows or if you're watching like a bunch of them at a time, because like I agree where if I'm watching like five or six shows at a time and then I keep cycling through them and they come out each week. I usually yeah. forget like some of these people's names and I have to like yeah. spend yeah. Like, five minutes trying to remember what these people's names were yeah. <laughs> and then remember what their relationships were and like kind of reacquaint myself. So I do yeah. agree. Sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like I, I'm watching three right now and like I, I can keep it fairly under wraps uh, like, in ter- like obviously, like so, fairy tale is also one of my favorites. So that one, it's easy to remember the names. Uh, but it's like things with like One Punch or, or Attack on Titan, which are the other two I'm watching. I can kind of forget. So it's like it's just those little things you got to remember. But yeah. Now, I I have like thirteen on current. Like, if, yeah. If, see, like, we'll what, think about. I'm in Dororo. Um, I go up to Bungo Stray Dogs, Fruit Baskets, Attack on Titan, Black Clover, Rise, uh, Shield of Hero, Boruto, Fairy Tale, One Piece, Demon Slayer. That's ten right there, and I'm pretty sure I missed. I'm missing one or two. Okay, but before we go anywhere more, do you enjoy Boruto? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. So, <laughs> I, I I just told myself that I wasn't going to watch Boruto. 
And then someone just told me, you know what, watch the movie. It's like the first 50, 60, 70 episodes of the show. So I did that. You know what, the movie was all like kind of well done. But uh, it was kind of well done. I was like, all right, that's not bad. Uh, So I took lots of hiatuses throughout Naruto. I never finished it. Just finished it and then kind of popped into Boruto. The first scene that they show in Boruto, the very first episode, is actually a scene that's never actually been shown in the show yet because it's so fucking far in the future. It's like it's like as if, um, kind of spoiler alert, as if in the very first episode of Naruto, they show Naruto, Sasuke, and Shippuden about to fight fucking um, what? Oh yeah. Let's say, let's say Kaguya or someone crazy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Very intrigued to almost wait through the show just to find out what happened in that thing that they kind of, you know, uh, trailered you on right there, right? So right. basically, first 70 episodes of the show, it's exactly like waste filler like the movie. Everyone should just watch the movie and skip it. But then there's, uh, again, there's a bunch of filler. Skip that. Um, and there's some core episodes though that are starting through right now that are going to be that kind of look like a main story arc that are leading into the component where Boruto gets a little bit of order. He grows. He goes through some shit because he he comes off right now as the genius, the boy who can do everything. But you know he has to go through his hardships like his dad. It's kind of stupid in a way, but you know you kind of um with with you know going into some shit thinking you're you know oh yeah I got on the first try dope you know I'm good at this and then yeah. you know. Learning, learning quickly that you know life's not like that so so that's kind of a very interesting aspect that i kind of drew okay but yeah so i basically just watching for that stupid little tidbit that they yeah. showed where older and fights this other crazy opponent and the whole village is fucked up so i'm like how the fuck is the village like that with sasuke and naruto that's yeah. not right yeah fine to me so i'm basically just waiting for that moment that's why i am i have it on active True. Other than that, just don't even don't even bother with Boruto. Okay, good to know. Even younger kids who've seen most of Naruto say they don't even waste their time with Boruto because it's it's, it's it, once you read the story plot, it doesn't seem right. So, mm. so I'm waiting to see if maybe you know the, the writers give me a big a big. I know. Fuck them. Interesting. Good to know. Good to know. A love hate relationship with that show. Yeah, the Naruto franchise there, there are parts that i love and then there are also parts that i just really dislike but yeah so i was just curious on your on your opinion on that no i because i i agree with you the so i've i've i don't think i've watched the movie i've watched scenes see this is the youtube stuff i've watched scenes from the movie on youtube and then i've watched the same fight on like that was done in the in the show actually and the show does a much better job of the fight than the movie exactly insane the, the the fight in the the final fight for, like the movie right, right. done in the show is way better it's just so much better but anyway so the the screen time and how they shortened it so they changed the ending yeah yeah exactly. it's like, yeah it's just it's just so different but that, even like dragon ball super has done that like the first two arcs of the show hey, uh, were, were the two movies that came out for it like it's it's the exact same thing of what what other series did that and it was dragon dragon ball yeah Guess moving yes, on. Uh, yeah, I think bringing it back uh, on topic. Uh, Maze, uh, why don't you go for your uh, favorite anime genres? Okay. Um, I'd have to go with like comedy, action, fantasy, adventure. Is the large portion of uh, what I watch. 
but I also have a soft spot for you know slice of life, romance, uh, school life kind of shows as well. Well, that's like the sorry to interrupt, but that's that's like the volleyball and basketball ones you've watched in the past, right? Yeah, well, I, I'm not a huge fan of sports anime, but there okay. is like two that I love. Kuroko no Basket and Diamond no Ace. Hello. And then, so there's a, there's a third love in here that we're hoping to get Mason on. Uh, IQ. Hello. Uh, <laughs> explain, 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 Mason. Explain this eye. Because I don't like sports anime. <laughs> <laughs> you love the other two. So? It's, what do you like, mean? No. it's a huge gamble to watch. Watch it. IQ, IQ is not. Uh, if there's three that I think Karth and I would want, no, Karth, you, have you seen all three of those? I have not watched uh, Kuroko's uh, basketball, oh. but no. Oh, okay, so never mind. I'm the only one who's watched all of them. Um, I, I highly recommend all three. Um, we'll see. I guess this hater of sports animes, Mace, is there a name, however, for... Because obviously, you know, there's Shonen and Yaoi, Yuri, all that fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Is there a name for school shows? School shows? Is there a name, like a category? Like a, um, like a I guess i just put it under Slice of Life. Oh, okay. Well, the, sports, the sports shows wouldn't, like, okay, for example, would that would any of those be considered Slice of, slice of Life? Uh, Probably not. Sports, no. like maybe a little bit. But they're more, what, fantasy then? No. Maybe, like, Shonen. Really? Okay, I can see that. Okay. Explain what Shonen is, just for those who don't know. Shonen? Oh, I don't know if I can, ex- like... I'm not sure if I can explain it properly, because I don't know if I understand it properly, but it's basically anime targeted towards, um... Now up here? Older kids? <laughs> kind of like... Kind of like superhero, uh, like superhero shows and stuff. Like you watch uh, that as you're growing up, right? I think the target demographic is like males between the ages of like ten and like eighteen. Yeah. Like it's like I think, it, I think it's for that you know, action male superhero demographic. I would point out. Yep. I agree. I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, so sorry, Mace, you're, t- you're saying that you were like your slice of life. So get into your, uh, some specifics, man. My specific slice of life's? Oh, <laughs> oh just like of the genres you enjoy. Of the genre, yeah, like your school genre, which you apparently pushed in as a slice of life. So. Oh, okay. Uh, well, like one of my favorite animes of all time, uh, Hibiki Euphonium. Gosh. Which, How- you know. You want to give me a little rundown on that one? Because that one's a big one. Sure. It's about um, a girl who graduates from elementary school and goes into high school. And she played in band in elementary school. And then she wasn't going to play in band in high school. And then she ends up joining the band. And it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that sound so... Action packed and amazing. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of high schools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what slice of life is. It's just yeah, yeah. a piece of relatable, life. Right? It's relatable. Not terribly exciting sometimes, but 
enjoyable. Interesting. Yeah. All right, give me more, man. So, what others? What others you got? And got in your back pocket there. Okay. Yeah, you got some others because there's there's some recent ones. There's some old school ones that I know you can pull out. I mean, I'm probably gonna pull some old school stuff, so I know you well, got. I think I think I know one that that uh, Mason would have some rave reviews about. Drop it. Drop it. Uh, a place further from the further than the universe. Oh shit! That show's amazing. <laughs> See, I, I, I I saw it as I was scrolling through something right now, and I, I remember how much I enjoyed it, and I knew how much you enjoyed it. So okay, because okay, this is a show that I actually have not watched, and there's a decent amount of shows that Mason's watched that I have not watched. Uh, we just have like a very opposite coin kind of thing, so uh, we meet a little in the middle, but he likes a lot of shows that I don't happen to watch, and uh, vice versa, so Mason, please drop a good uh, good description of this one for me, because again, All right. uh, I gotta watch it eventually. <laughs> there's this girl in high school, and she's <laughs> bored as fuck. Like, her <laughs> life is boring as shit. Okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> so, she wants to do something with her life. Um, okay. She wants to have an adventure, and she meets this girl uh, at her high school that everyone thinks is really weird because she really, really, really wants to go to Antarctica, and okay. she's like making it her life goal. And so they go on an adventure to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No, okay, so hold on. So Antarctica's where again? It's South um, Pole. South Pole, okay. And so adventure of, you know, taking a plane, you know, taking some special boat over there, having to cross and camp and they actually make it to the South Pole? Or is that yeah, well left? there's some there's some struggles at the beginning because like uh being in high school and being actually able to like go to Antarctica it, there's like they have to go through uh some struggles when like finding someone that will actually take them um it's not cheap it's it's dangerous um yeah fuck, i forgot what no, i was going to no, say things that you can remember that are that are just very memorable from the show yeah but that's a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine no, that's fine you don't have to get into it but it seems like it's a very is there is there a very heartwarming aspect then to it or is it only very I it, guess it's uh, it's in the feels. But it's and, it's also I guess it's also a little heartwarming to see them see the adventure uh go through its fruition. There's uh four main characters and they're all flushed out pretty nicely throughout the show. They have uh good personalities and backgrounds. They're all very interesting. Anything else you'd like to, to point out from the show that's very, that was very memorable? Like, uh, like not necessarily just characteristics or personality traits of the characters, but um, let's say just, just specific aspects of shows. So, like, some sp- aspects of shows like, like uh, Dororo, for example, even though it's a new show, has a very old-school feel. Um, did it have anything visually that, like, appealed to you? Um, visually. Just, like, yeah, just about the show that really tied you to it. Um. Like just, any, just, sh- any show? Oh, well, yeah, any, any slice of life that you could think of. Not necessarily this show, because obviously the slice of life are about the characters, are about the development, are about, you know, the personality and what's going on in, in the plot, right? So 
So yeah, is there anything else that draw that drew you to specific sex of life other than those aspects? Um, not really, because obviously not necessarily, a, but yeah, but not necessarily. Okay, and finally, uh, Chris, why don't you go over your favorite genres? Give us some uh, of your favorite shows. Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, I've talked a fuck ton. Um, but yeah, you, so you talked about us, not not about yourself. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, so very widespread. I do like a, quite a wide variety of shows. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have some serious hardcore romance shows that I just happen to like. Um, that go that go pretty deep into the feels, and, and but they have very different aspects to them. It's not just romance. Mm. We'll fall into the slice of life category that I do have a very soft spot for. However. Um, sometimes it's just, it's just not the time of the year. Not, it's not the time for those kinds of shows. And right now it just happens to be one of those times where I can't sit down. I can't settle down for a slice of life right now. Um, Karth really wants me to watch a, a specific movie and I'm actually going to get him to, to give me a little description here. Karth, uh, you want to tell me about, tell him about this, this movie that apparently I have to watch. I'm going to get into everything else that I like, but yeah. I mean, oh, did, 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 did it win like... Awards back Countless in 2017. Yeah, it, it was, it was, yeah so we're talking about your name. Okay. Okay. So it's yeah, critically acclaimed. I think it's a very popular anime movie. Uh, it's about uh, a boy and a girl who wake up one day in each other's bodies, and uh, they do. I guess they realize they're. Obviously, obviously, in someone else's body, and they they write they kind of talk to each other when they do switch bodies because they don't know when it uh, uh, currently happens, or they don't know why it happens and when it happens. But they every time they switch, they kind of make notes to each other and have a conversation, stuff like that. And uh, it just the movie goes through their relationship with each other. I don't really want to say too too much about it because. Uh, a lot happens, but yeah, it it goes through their relationship. Uh, it's definitely not the most simple relationship because obviously they've switched bodies and they don't know when it uh, happens. But they they grow close, and throughout the movie, you'll see that uh, you'll see what they, what lengths they go through for someone they really didn't know up in, until they switched their bodies. So. Yeah, I, I feel like that wasn't a great uh, kind of synopsis, but I really don't want to go into like more plot points because it. Yeah. I, yeah. I really want you guys to watch it and go through it yourselves. Mm. I don't know. I just wanted a little a little drop down of you know possible emotions and 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 how the show you know it takes out. you through the rigor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have a big soft spot for. Of those types of shows and uh, and movies, so I really have watched my uh, my thrill of those. However, right now there is a big, a big, a big, big void in my heart for adventure, as as you guys know. Uh, big shows like One Piece, Fairy Tale, um, Bleach, um, any of these big ones, they're they're just weekly and they come out, and some of them end, and, and Bleach did. Some of them are still going, like Fairy Tale, One Piece. Um, however, there's not a lot of shows that seem like they're picking up as much wind. Um, however, they're just starting up. You know, Boku starting to get some serious episodes. There's uh, 
Clover getting some serious episodes. So those kinds of shows that can really, really, really put out content and, and I can just flow through and get and just dive into and watch episode upon episode. Those are what I'm really peeling into now. It doesn't really matter or adventure or if it's um, uh, uh, even more comedic in a way, like some of the, some of the other shows are not even very serious at the time. It's a lot of filler. It's just something good to sit through and enjoy knowing uh, that there's continuous additive points and the same thing that feels comfortable and built for shows. Um, realistically, I don't know if there's any shows I hate other than the gay ones, literally. I mean, That's Yuri, that. right? Uh, yeah, so I was about to make a point on that one. Well, no, okay, so we have a theory that if there's an exclamation point at the end of a show, that means it's gay. And the more exclamation points, the more fucking gay it is. All right, so going through the streaks... Um, Oh no, I can't remember what the first. But one before was. he gets into this, we are in an inclusive podcast. Yeah, I don't want to disrespect anyone's uh, yeah. sexuality in, in any oh. way, shape, or form. So I apologize. It's just there's a surprise. There's a surprise, and you know, just sometimes you get a little taken back. Like, don't get me wrong. There's you know those really hentai shows. I don't fuck with that. You know, hent- high school DxD. I don't fuck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Also, Jamie Marchie is the lead uh, character in High School DxD. <laughs> and she's got the hots for me. So, so, High School DxD, all right, host club, I'm sorry. <laughs> Very yaoi, yuri shows, I'm sorry. Like, don't hate me. Sorry, don't, like, don't, don't hate, the, you know, for the, for the, you know, people who are sexual or gay. I don't hate you. It's just the shows that really force yeah. them. Like, yeah, know. no, no, that's fair. It, it is tough it's when it's tough like, here, it's in it's your face. Fan service, your fan service, play it. It's fine. Fairy tale, you know, get your fan service in. You know, all your shows, get your fan yeah. service in. sense. Do it. I get it. But when, when you know, I literally, when you start going like, like Testament of the New Sister Devil, like literally softcore porn level, like yeah. that's not fan service. Yep, that's fair. So but, I can't. But, but Chris, come on, you don't love high school? flying through the breasts. You can go fuck yourself. So that's another <laughs> section. So those zombie ones, those ones that get all get all fan servicey, but there's dead yeah. demons and shit, and they get real hardcore. Need that in my life. I'm sorry. I just finished oh, yeah. watching. Uh, like sometimes a fairy tale, man. They got on the edge for me. Uh, last episode, yeah, characters interacting, they go through a fight. Um, a new character throws out this new spell and fucking tentacles, of course. Um. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm desensitized to it, but I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those people who squirm when you're in a movie and, you know, you're next to like your brother or sister and it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I am so uncomfortable for them. They don't yeah, go. that's fair. That's fair. So like, like, you know, it's different obviously with a parent, but you know, someone like a sibling that's, you know, it should be okay. I can't fucking handle it. So no, no, that's fair. I get that. I can't push to those sexual components. So again, so shows like Yuri on Ice. Um, I watched it. Uh, I watched free. Free has two exclamation points there. Pointing that one out. Um, honestly, you know what? The good content, the, the non, you know, sexualized content, loved it. I honestly did. People, people, people kind of hate me for it. It's fine. Um, but I, I have my qualms with those shows, and there's reasons yeah. why. I watched them at first and had to be forced. I don't love them, but I don't hate them. So I'll give that yeah. point. That's yeah. fair. I, I, I can agree to that. That would be that would be the same. It's like. A lot of the more sexualized shows are not in, like, obviously, as I said, a more action adventure. But even then, if I had to branch out, it would not be into those 
uh, that type of anime. That would not be. I also believe that, that would content, be of course, just because of the culture in that side of the world. That, so let me put it this way: that side of the world is is so uh, in our daily lives. A lot of what we do is almost sexualized. The way you dress, everything's visual. You know, a lot of people dress. You know, a that's little, true. Enjoying in our side of the world in Asia, it's a little opposite. A lot of people more, you know, conservative, more right. But in their in their private lives, you know, having that edgy component, having you know, being able to push the envelope is you know where they get their excitement. So, so for us, where we want to see you know just typical typical creation content, you know, seeing a world that we can't usually make, you know, having sexualized content for us is it's just kind of odd because you can get that you, you can get that in your daily lives here, so you don't need to create it. Mm. You know so that makes sense for me. I understand. But at the same time, you know, a lot of the shows that get pushed by a lot of show shows and things that get pushed by Netflix and all these big American corporations, Funimation, and whatnot, um, they're starting to dominate the anime world. And uh, unfortunately, uh, all, some of these other side ones, um, but uh, Kodansha, Kodansha has been falling a little bit. Um, uh, I, I still have my so. Oh, you you so said it's guys. dominating. I want to expand on that and say there's another genre that's dominating right now, and oh. I freaking hate it. <laughs> What's that? I'm, I'm, I'm so interested to hear this because I probably agree. Karth, oh, what is care to venture? I guess. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know, I know, I know. Again, is it is it, is it isekais? It is isekais. Please, please elaborate, baby girl. Yeah, please. Isekai is, um, for those who don't know, a. Oh, so some people don't know though that there's there's like internal genre types of shows for anime. So can you just elaborate, like, just on because you know isekai is just one of these genres. Yeah. Can you just explain you know that other part for me as well? Yeah. So isekais are when a character, um. Starts off in one world and moves to another world. Okay. That okay. is isekais. And okay. it's like every other anime right now. <laughs> and it needs to stop. Like, <laughs> like when you think about one of, one of the most recent ones, um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Fantastic <laughs> show. Amazing. But... So well he the the like the very first episode he he he's living in Japan he dies and he gets reborn into this fantasy world it has zero relevance in the rest of the show it's like why why not just, why just not have him like be born into the show into the fantasy world i, I believe it's added, it's additive content right so being able to be able to other random shit in our world so like for example later on in the show they bring up manga they straight up bring up there's a big connection to a couple characters just because the main character was from Japan, happens to know manga, action, whatever, and that plays another story. Okay, so then there's another show. Hold on, there's another show. Another I know, show. and it's stupid again. <laughs> Kenja no Mago. But, yeah, yeah, it exactly. has zero relevance to the rest of the no. show. The exact same way how in our world, uh, or in this, I guess, more technological size of time, we can take and create images, right? So that means that whatever we see and create on a screen, we so someone who has that same mentality or you know mental memory or whatever going into this world where magic is based on mental imagery, you have the ultimate leg up on everyone. Science-based imagination, pictures, and 
And just all of that just proves that connection is exclamation or explanation why that person is so powerful. I, I can name literally off of Crunchyroll's main page, like at least five Isekais right here. And that's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that, I think that's what Mason's getting at. I need it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, ReZero, ReZero is the biggest one right there. Um, Konosuba, I can go Shield on. Shield Heroes one. Shield oh Hero is, is it, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon a log horizon in another world with my smartphone? How not to summon a demon lord? Uh, again, all You're not helping his argument. But I mean, at the same yeah. time, all of these shows have their own individual aspect. These guys, they need to stop, but at the same time, there are some gold. There's, yeah, there's gold. yeah, there are some gems in there. Some gold in the city. That's all I want to say. You're not wrong. But... You need to fucking stop your writing. People need to fucking stop with this. Well, the writing, yeah, it's starting to get crazy. Um... Yeah, so something that I missed for me because I kind of just did a lot of genre and to try to do some examples. No, no, I think that was great. All right, so uh, um, Karth, is there anything we uh, uh, we have left on the um, agenda? No, I, I think that's a. I think it's a perfect time to wrap up now. Uh, any final thoughts? Any last things you want to say before we uh, sign off? Uh, no, none on none on my end. Just more. More desire to go watch anime now. It didn't, didn't Attack on Titan come out today? Yep. It did. Yeah. I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> also, Demon Yaiba, uh, Demon Slayer no Yaiba, or Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Jesus Christ. Kimetsu no Yaiba, yes. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I literally, Speaking is hard. Speaking is hard. Speaking is hard. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good drops coming out in 2019. Definitely go check those out. Um, uh, one thing to say, I mean, we touched on a couple movies, and I feel like later on we should touch on a couple more, and potentially some OVAs, yeah, and you know, start doing some content. So, no, I, I feel like this is a good place to you know continue on from. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah this is a. I, this will probably be first of like, I guess a segment on this podcast. Probably we'll have episodes about anime more than once. We do like it a lot, so uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, there, we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot to discuss about this, you know. So yeah. it may not be every every week, but we'll we'll toss one in occasionally, add it to the the list, you know. So yeah, Mason, any final thoughts? Nope. Cool, cool, cool. Garth, and with that, I think that'll wrap up episode two of the Moose on Spruce podcast. Thank you for listening.